Hello, and welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think are worth checking out. This week is one that uh, started as an entire like genre, uh, and then I decided that, you know, that may be a big episode that uh, I may have guests on for. But for this one, this one's way too easy. So for this week, we're going to be doing My Hero Academia. Okay, so as I was saying, this initially started as just an overall anime episode. Kind of where I started getting into it from shows like... Dragon Ball or even Pokemon back in the day to Digimon and no 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 I don't want to hear it how Pokemon's better or Digimon's better no no you can like both it's okay but uh, this did start out as a big overall episode where I was going to talk about some of my current favorites or favorites from the past but after thinking about that for a little bit that's a little that could be a little too much for someone that's never watched an anime And that's kind of what I wanted this episode to be. I wanted this to be, again, as the show is, me convincing you to check something out, right? So for this one, this one is way too easy. And this is actually uh, one of those rare moments where someone recommends me something and I put it off for years and years because I think they don't know what they're talking about. So uh, this recommendation is courtesy of Sam a good buddy of mine who recommended this to me for about two straight years. And I was like, nah, dog, you don't know what you're talking about. This is probably a dumb show and I'm going to hate it. And so one fateful evening, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start watching this show and we're going to see what it's all about. And if I hate it, I'm never going to listen to him again. Needless to say, I still listen to him because it is a phenomenal show. So Before we get into anything, I do want to preface this with spoilers. I will likely spoil things, but I will do my best to let you know before I say a spoiler. That way you can still pretty much enjoy the show up until that point. I don't want to ruin the entire series if I'm just trying to uh, let you know what it's about, and then we'll get into spoiler territory. So I'll give you guys a heads up so you don't have to worry about it. So the overall show, right? My Hero Academia is more or less, if you remember what the movie X-Men 3 was about, you have, okay, so spoilers for X-Men 3. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, it's okay. You can skip it. It's it's not that great. But the premise is a good idea. I really like the idea of it. So basically, the idea of the show, of that movie, sorry, the movie was basically had Magneto and the Brotherhood, which is like all these, um, I want to say outcast mutants, but that's not really accurate. Uh, it's just a bunch of people that believe in his cause. And basically what he wanted to do was just rid the world of humans and replace them all with mutants. That way mutants would take over as what he says the next line in the evolutionary path. So here... In My Hero Academia, right, as the intro of the show says, which is pretty good at giving you a, hey, this is what the show is going to be about, enjoy. Basically, humans have evolved to develop these things called quirks. And that's basically their special 
powers. They get superpowers or they get like physical attributes. Something about them changes where they can become a hero or a villain or uh, it just helps them in their everyday life. 80% of all humans develop this quirk and you only get one I guess technically, but some develop their quirk as a combination from their parents. So one of our main characters, uh, his name is Bakugo. He has his own quirk, but it's a combination of his mom and dad's quirks together, which is really cool because then you can see how the evolution and how the pass down of like genetic traits happens in this world. It's pretty cool. And they also talk about how in this world, some people seek out others that have a trait that would go really well with theirs. So their kids would have a really powerful quirk. So this show really centers around our main character, Midoriya, and he is a quirkless kid. And it was season one where I was very hesitant about this show because he's a very emotional character uh he does get better and it's one of those things where when i'm recommending this to people or friends of mine i'm like hey look trust me i I need you to i need you to just go with me on this adventure i promise you as the season goes on he gets so much better because in the first couple episodes he's just like he's almost unbearable and I really hate him. But as he gets better, and definitely in this latest arc that I'm reading right now, but also the season, is very good. And he definitely matures as a character, and it's it's great. But he is a quirkless kid, and he wants nothing more than to be a hero. And he ends up finding out that he will likely never have a superpower. And it's kind of heartbreaking, because you think, man, 80% of all people, you know, right now, there's... 7 billion people closing in on 8 billion. And that's a lot of people. 80% of 7 billion is 5 billion, 600 million. That is a dumb amount of people. And so our main character is lucky enough to not have one. And what's more is he's taken to a doctor and the doctor basically just straight up tells him he's never going to have a cork. And you see the emotional reaction in him as it just completely and utterly breaks him. Like, he wants nothing more than to help people. And this is where we meet, I don't want to say antagonist, but definitely the rival of Midoriya. And that's Bakugo. And he, in the first episode, he comes off as like, like a bully. And he kind of is, but... Okay, uh, so those of you that have watched the show or, or read the manga, you're probably screaming at your radio right now. Like, no, 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 Steven, no, he's definitely, no, no, no. See, I don't see it like that. I see him more seeing this kid in Midoriya that he's just like this kid that has this dream and he's just getting in the way all the time. I'm not putting in tons of effort to actually care about him. He's just doing these things that get under my skin over and over again. And I just want nothing to do with him. And I want him out of my way. And that's kind of how I see it. I don't see it really as a bullying, more or less just, hey, dude, just stop. This isn't ever going to happen for you. You need to give up. Like really blunt, not exactly in a nice way. But later on, we meet a third character. This is like the main dude in the entire show. We see the pinnacle of what everybody wants to be every superhero or every villain looks up to this guy but you know the villains look up to him as like this guy that once they tear him down 
there's no one else to stop them. And they can just roll out all over through the city and just wreck everything. Whereas the heroes see this as like, he is the pinnacle. He is the one that everybody wants to be. This is All Might. And he is the quote Superman of this world. But in my opinion, he's better than Superman. But that's that's a conversation for another time. All Might is amazing. And this was one of those characters where when I hadn't seen the show and I would go to the gym and I would see people wearing like the, the memorabilia and like the stuff. And I was like, man, who is this guy? He looks like he just looks weird. He's got like these bangs that hang out like they point up to the sky. It's just like really a really interesting design choice. And then so like watching the show, you kind of understand it. I don't want to ruin anything, but it makes sense when uh when you understand why his hair is the way it is but he is the best and this is one of those moments where i'm gonna differ between how to enjoy this show for me i watched the dub version which basically means that uh you have english voice actors that do all the voices and all the acting for the characters and then you have the subbed version or the subtitled version where you have it the way the the artist intended which is having the voice actors japanese and they speak Japanese. And then at the bottom, you have the subtitles in, you know, whatever language you want. For me, for this, I did it in the dub version. It's how I prefer when I watch anime. But again, that's another conversation. But for this one, it was very easy for me to choose the dub version because All Might, one of the main characters in the story, is voiced by Christopher Sabat. And he's basically my childhood. I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. And he plays a few of those characters in the dubbed anime and which is what I grew up watching because it was it was on Cartoon Network of course it's going to be the uh, the dubbed version but in that show Christopher Sabat voices Vegeta which is a very similar character to Bakugo in the series he doesn't voice Bakugo but it's just a it's a similar rivalry relationship but he voices All Might here in this one which is Kind of like the Goku in this series, when you think about it. Now, granted, later on, we see that mantle kind of passed to our main characters, right? That kind of rivalry. But in Dragon Ball, he voiced Vegeta and Piccolo, which were the two of the main characters which we got to interact with on a daily. And in this one, he voices All Might, which starts off as one of the main characters. But as the show progresses, you see the story kind of move away from him and to... Uh, Midoriya and Bakugo and and their friends and stuff and so that's really cool and so for me the moment I found out the moment that I found out he voiced one of the characters like I heard his voice and I was like wait a minute is that and of course naturally I paused it and I had to go straight to it and so that was really cool when you when you hear a voice that you love that much and to see him in a show that you had previously not given a second thought it makes it really easy to jump into it so now we're going to get into spoiler territory. So I'm going to get into a few of the spoilers. Before I do, I want to let you listeners know where you can find the show if you want to avoid these spoilers. You can find it on Hulu. You can find it on Crunchyroll, which is basically an app you can get just about anywhere. And you can watch the subversion there. I'll have a link to the website where I watch the dub version because the 
dub does come out on Hulu and you'll find all three, you'll find three seasons on Hulu right now. And the fourth season is subbed. But uh, once this season is over, you'll have dubbed and sub to choose from. You can also go to the Funimation app. That one you have to pay for. You can get a free, I want to say it's like a week, maybe two weeks, but eh, why? That's just another streaming service you don't need. So there you go. You can watch them there. Moving forward, we are going to get into spoiler territory. So if you plan on watching this show and you don't want to be spoiled with some things that are coming up, cool. You can break here and you can come back. Now, those of you that stuck around, all right, uh, either A, you're not totally convinced on uh, watching this show. B, you've already watched the show and you want to hear what highlights I'm going to put in here to coax others into watching it. Or C, you have no intention of watching this show whatsoever but love listening to the silky smooth sound of my voice, which I have no idea why you would, but y you know what? To each their own. So Midoriya, he is our main character. And as I said, he doesn't have powers at all. So the show for me never really got good until I straight up asked my buddy Sam. I was like, hey, look, if this dude doesn't get powers and stops whining, I'm just going to stop watching this show right now and move on to something else. But he was like, all right, dude, just check it out. He's going to get powers, and it does get better. So just stick with it, and you'll be good to go. So I was like, all right, man, I trust you. And he does. He does end up getting powers from All Might. I want to say it's like the second or third episode. All Might explains to him that this power that All Might has has the ability to be given to someone else, which is something completely unheard of in the series. You could only get it passed down from parents. If you didn't have a quirk, you're just quirkless. And that's just how you have to live the rest of your life. But All Might basically says, no, no, no. I can choose somebody to pass this mantle down to. I will not have these powers forever. Eventually, they'll leave me, and I need to find a successor. And so, basically, he gives it to Midoriya. After witnessing some heroic action he does... He decides that this kid is worthy, and he gives it to him. But you can't just take it on and you'll be perfectly fine physically. He has to start training for it hard. And so for this entire summer, he's just training and going hard. And it's, it's really great because you can, see, you can see the wheels turning within the series. You can see that they're moving to make Midoriya the center of this entire plot. And undoubtedly he is, but as a viewer, we care about all oh my. We care about the guys with all the powers and the, how they're going to stop and and the villains. And we want to see all the cool stuff. We don't want to see this whiny kid not being able to do anything. And so you can see from the early episodes, like, hey, no, we know where we're going with this. Just stick with it for a little bit, and eventually we do. We get to see Midoriya kind of bulk up a little bit, and he gets less whiny, and it gets so good. But again, if you keep that idea of this is kind of, this was Magneto's idea overall, back to the X-Men, if you keep that idea in the back of your head, like, this is what that movie could have been if it was good. It's like that, but for multiple seasons. And what's more is the voice acting is so good. There are so many fight scenes where you as the viewer just get so hyped up and you're just... You're just in it, but also like the character development. Once Midoriya gets powers, he is seen by Bakugo as a threat, and it is not okay. 
Bakugo was supposed to be the center of attention. He was supposed to, you know, be the one to basically take All Might's position as the number one hero, as the one that everybody looks to, and he wanted to be that, still wants to be that. But now, now that, you know, Midoriya has these powers out of nowhere, it's seen as a threat. And so both of them are working super hard to get into this very prestigious school. And we see how they progress through the school and we see their relationship go from angsty little kids to more as like a legit rivalry where they're actually bettering one another instead of breaking each other down. Like if we flash back to something like, say, Pokemon, right? You see the rival between Ash and Gary as why is Gary so, I don't know, rotten? He doesn't do anything. He doesn't make Ash better in any way. We don't see that growth between them. The only time we ever get a glimpse of, hey man, uh, nah, let's legit do this, is in like one of the very final seasons where they go head-to-head in the final tournament, or in a tournament, but it's not even like the final round. It's in like the semifinals or like the quarterfinals or something, where, you know, it's Ash's Charizard versus Gary's Blastoise, and it's just... You don't ever see them want to be better. You don't get to see them go at each other multiple times in any meaningful way. Not in any way where, you know, the the viewer is left thinking, you know, that was probably good for them. No, no, no. It's just Gary beating on, on Ash over and over again. And Ash doesn't really learn anything from these. He just leaves like, man, I got to catch more. And then he just doesn't. So it's very, it's very different. And I, I think the Dragon Ball comparison means more later in the seasons of my hero because in that show you have vegeta and goku who are both very good fighters that come from shockingly different backgrounds but as the seasons go on vegeta realizes that he's never gonna be better than goku it's just never gonna happen but goku makes him better by fighting by training by trying to be better than him both of them improve And we eventually do get to see that between Bakugo and Midoriya. And that is really great to see because you don't want, especially, I mean, I'm, I'm a grown adult. I don't want to see kids fighting all the time with no resolution, with no improvement, with no character development. I don't want this. I don't care about it. I want to see how these guys improve and become number one and how they handle their problems in different ways. Because, like, that's how real life would be. Like, that's how we grow as people. And so you want to see that reflected in a show that you're watching. Even if it's animated. Even if there's some fantastical element to it. You still have to be able to identify with the characters and the problems. And you have to want them to get better. And that is the best part about this show. Now, I recently did an episode uh, on the Fan Dummies podcast. And we went over Avatar The Last Airbender, and we talked about how great that show was, is, how great the show is, and that there's going to be a live action coming to Netflix and so much more. But this isn't an ad, so you don't need to worry about skipping it. What I'm saying is, in that episode, we were talking about, like, there's never been an anime or a show greater than that, and I argued, well, yeah, my hero. Now, if you stuck around, uh, there are ways that you can get more story from this because that's how I was. I got to the end of season three and I was like, no, 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 no. I need more and I need it right now. You can read the manga and the manga is 
it's good. It is good. And it's it has a lot more context and you learn a lot more story and you can get ahead of the show by a great margin. Here's the downside. And you guys can fight me on this all you want, but the show does the fight sequences so much better with the exception of the most recent fight. Uh, I think, I think the manga did it a lot better. And this was between Midoriya and the current leader of the Yakuza, which is like the Japanese mafia. And the fight in the manga was a lot better and a lot more detailed. And if I'm being completely honest, I didn't like the way that they did the fight in the in the show because they did it with this weird music and slowed it down way too much for like some areas and then out of nowhere it was over and in the manga it was yeah those scenes were slowed down but there were more of them so the fight was a lot longer and it was more intense whereas the show it was like slowed down for a second and then it was intense for like half of an episode and then a couple kicks later it was all over and the one thing i will say is that the animators like the animation is top notch it is beautiful every single scene is fantastically done and i love watching it i love watching how they do things how they convey emotion how they do everything honestly i think this show is so easy to get into i think that from the animation to the voice acting to the world building to the characters to the idea of having superpowers basically being so ingrained within pop culture right now and humanity as a whole just like wanting to be better stronger faster i think it is a very easy show to get into i think it's not like a lot of other anime shows where it's like okay well you got to kind of suspend your disbelief for a little bit you have to you have to be willing to accept like you know all these monsters and this like really crazy fantastical world in this one it's a lot easier to get into because it's already been done before so many times so i think this show could be enjoyed from kids to full-grown adults it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from like this show is incredibly easy to jump right into and enjoy every second of it. I'm also going to have two videos in the show notes. It's called um, My Smash Academia. And basically, this YouTuber decided he was going to go back over two of some two of the best fights in the series and basically animate uh, Super Smash Brothers, but have the voices from the show dubbed in and it is incredibly well done so if you've seen the show and you've seen these fights you will appreciate every single second of this but i think that's going to do it for this week so if you have any questions comments concerns feel free to reach out to me and i will see you next time okay bye